0: Uh, hold on, we're getting a call right now. Oh, snap. Sorry. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello, man. I speak to uh,
0: Tony. You may. Is this Seton Smith? Yes, sir. Seton, Tony Visic, how are you, man?
1: Good, man. How you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. It's good to have you back.
1: Oh, man, thanks for, thanks for having me, shit.
0: This is, um, this is what you're uh, – it's your second time here.
1: Uh, third time at the club.
0: Third time at the club, long-time listener, first-time caller. We just played a song. Uh, how do you rate it? Is it got a good beat? Can you dance to it? Oh, uh, uh, wait. What song? I just, I just, I just <laughs> called, I
1: just called song. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, uh, just, just play along and then you get a prize. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, the
1: song's great. I, I can dance. I can break dance to that shit. And that's really important for me. You
2: know, <laughs> It was it was Far Side passing me by. So you're up in Wait,
0: what? <laughs> you're up at Scottsdale, Seton. Uh It's beautiful in Scottsdale. Uh, you're playing Rick Brunson's House of Comedy tonight for two shows. Saturday for two shows. Sunday for one show. He's at fifty three fifty East High Hi. Street. It, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I got to do it right because we had a we had an effect seat put in just for Rick. Hold on, fifty three fifty East High Hi. Street. We did that. Um, uh, we we spent millions of dollars on that. Uh, you can get tickets at houseofcomedy.net. Uh, you know you're not the only celebrity who uh, arrived in Scottsdale uh, in the last couple of days. You know that, right?
1: Really? What is Trump it
0: now? Not Trump. Bigger than Trump. Currently. Currently currently bigger than Trump. Hotter in the news right now than Donald Trump his own self from LA. Oh,
1: Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. We have a winner. Question did what's his name? Did Tiger Woods come to Phoenix to clean up his dick?
0: I think he
2: did actually years ago. We we have
0: a big cleanup. We have a big cleanup industry in Tucson too, yeah. Yeah, which is weird because a lot of those diseases we also we have a big industry of causing those diseases mm-hmm. and then cleaning yeah. up those diseases so complicated town, yeah yeah well uh, all over the state i mean you get down to tucson there's all well, kinds of up
2: in prescott they say come for the rehab stay for the relapse yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apparently Harvey Great was luck. Harvey was gonna go someplace else.
2: Wilcox. He landed in Wilcox. That was the first report I heard. But who goes to the? He probably took one look at Wilcox and was like, "Get me the out of here." Yeah. I heard.
0: I heard he was going to the Meadows, which is up in Wickenburg.
2: Yeah, which but he you, landed. Wow. The first report was he landed in Wilcox.
0: And the rumor is the, the Meadows is like thirty five grand like a week. A night. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's nuts. And that, then he wow. and then he decided to go to. Scottsdale, and we don't know where in Scott, but anyway, Seton. So it's you and Harvey this weekend, and that's pretty cool.
1: That's good, man. I hope you can come out and see me perform. So here's
0: a question for you. We were, we were talking, um, um, I was talking about, um, uh, so I've been around a little bit, you know, with each day you're around a little bit more in the 70s when I first hit LA, when I first hit Hollywood, the first thing I went out on. Uh, I got sent straight to the producer. I was very excited. I thought it meant that only one month in that people recognized my, my uh, incredible uh, uh, nascent acting talent. I was sent right to the producer because then the producer hit on me and I was like, oh, okay. So um, have you experienced any of this stuff, man, on your journey?
1: You know, oddly, I have not. Not one person has asked me to blow them to get to the top.
0: Because you're a good looking uh, dude. It seemed like somebody would, you know, try to cop feel of your Johnson at least once. Or the other way around, I yeah.
1: Would, literally, I would think so too. But literally, Hollywood <laughs> had no. They literally were just like, hey, man, audition. And I was like, where's the dick And they were like, nope, just where's your talent? I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Also, I have not made a big movie yet. So maybe I'm waiting around for it, you know? That's Here,
0: here's my theory. So let me let, let, see if you agree with this when i was when i lived in hollywood um in the from the late 70s into the mid 80s and was trying to break into the acting business uh there was a lot of this going on and not only and and girls would be talking about it and guys would be talking about it blah 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 and and it it can be pretty debilitating okay and yeah and and there was a lot of that going on too a huge amount of that so in the mid-80s i got into comedy and there's no there was none of it going on in comedy I never went went to a club anywhere in America where the club owner went, well, you know, if you really want to move from opening act to feature, if you want to go from 200 bucks a week to 500 bucks a week, you know what you got to do. It just didn't happen. It just your jokes have gotten better. We're moving you up. That was it.
1: Yeah, but you know, I knew though there were headliners who would give young women and or men chances, you know, to open up for them if they played the game right. You know, because the road is long and lonely. Again, I have not been offered that, but I have heard of that. <laughs> but you know what? I don't think the women seem that... I'm not going to say they were oppressed or anything, because I just... I don't know. Women in comedy are a little bit more aggressive than women in actors, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, by the way, I got my girlfriend's a comedian, so I don't want that shit to happen at all. But I'm
0: just telling <laughs> <laughs> So what have you been doing from the uh, the time we, uh, last time we talked to you? I think you were in studio last time. Um, uh, since the last time we talked, to you it was maybe what like a year ago. Yes, sir. Okay, so what's been going on with you since the last time we uh, uh, we were able to meet up? Uh see, I was doing a development deal with Comedy Central. I
1: got it. I'm doing this show on BET, and there's another show on Comedy Central that I got gonna um, be doing, and. Uh, yeah, stuff like that, man. I've just uh, been lucky enough where people have been letting me just kind of hop on on their Cadillac-type shows, and uh, and then I've been touring the country and people have been treating me right. So, you know, I've been feeling really blessed.
0: You know, we were uh, we were talking earlier, and I want to get your take on this, man, because, uh, um, general, you know, Jay Leno said something great one time, and he said he said he'd rather hang out with comics than actors. And he wasn't putting it down. He goes, he, goes, he, goes, he goes, There's a lot of smart actors. He goes, But actors don't actually have to. He goes, They almost can't keep up on current events the way uh, comics do because they're reading scripts all the time. He goes, That's all they're reading the scripts. He goes, We're comics. They got to read the newspaper. They got to watch the news. They got to read magazines. I mean, this was you know, kind of a pre internet uh, thing. He goes, So they have interesting things to talk about, they have interesting uh, takes on things. We have this huge controversy about uh, football and the national anthem right now, and I think I have a solution. <laughs> I think I have a solution. Uh, f- first off, you have a solution. I have a solution. You have a solution
1: to racial uh, inequality. I want to hear it right
0: now. I do not have a solution to racial inequality, which is what the protest is about. And and I'm always clear to people about that. I go, this is not a protest about the. F- this thing has been co-opted. And uh, the weirdness, you know, people go, they're disrespecting the flag. I go, no, Kid Rock is disrespecting the flag when he wears a flag shirt and he gets his armpit sweat on it. Uh, whoever that baseball player was who, when they won uh, some playoff game, and stripped down to his underwear was having champagne poured on him and he's wearing American flag underwear disrespects the flag. These gentlemen who have decided to just take a knee – uh, uh, they're not disrespecting the flag. You know, college athletes who have never been out when the national anthem is played, because uh, that's not what they do, are not disres- disrespecting the flag. But I've got a solution. Tell me if you agree with this. So the NFL okay. player, NFL players, it's their job to play football. That is their job. Right? That's, okay. it. that's their job. And But when everybody else goes to work, When the guy who goes to work at 7-Eleven or Circle K or the grocery store, you know, uh, they don't have to stand for the national anthem before they start work. So we require, if we are going to require NFL players to stand, then everybody has to stand for the national anthem before they start work. So the guy who works at the gas station before he clocks in has to turn on the national anthem and have a play through maybe a little tape recorder or something and has to stand there with his hat off and wait and everybody in the store then has to take their hat off just like everybody in the stands does and they have to play the national anthem the guy who sings the national anthem has to have someone sing the national anthem to him before he sings the national anthem because that's his job so anybody who has a job anywhere the guy who picks up your trash in the morning before he fires up the trash truck has to have a, a a little you know, radio that plays the national anthem. So if they got to stand, if we're going to require these guys to stand far before their job, everybody's got to stand before their job. Before an open micer goes up in a bar in a pizza place and does his open-mic dick jokes, he has to stand and do the national anthem. What do you think?
1: So your goal is to make everybody take the national anthem?
0: Constantly, <laughs> nonstop. National anthem all the time.
1: Just to constantly reaffirm. You know what that feels like? It almost feels like America turns into like a a jealous chick who's constantly making you have to reaffirm that you're not cheating. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. The preachers.
2: I mean,
0: preachers before they go out and preach. But I could do it. <laughs> yeah. before I come in and do this podcast in the morning.
2: We did it this morning. Yeah, we did,
0: yeah. We all stood and we did it, you know, and uh, uh, we and we didn't we sung it softly in one another's ears. It was you hot. Know? Yeah, like we sung it like Marilyn like Marilyn Monroe to the president. You softly fed the the,
1: the, the <laughs> you softly yeah. the Wait, what's it called again? The national anthem in each other's ears yeah. and the morning. Yeah, to my co host <laughs> to my co
0: host and can
1: that feels like some
2: Harvey Weinstein type shit. I ain't going to lie. Like, I was like, I see it. I see it. The I feel like We've all kind of
0: revealed ourselves in this
1: conversation. Well, <laughs> we, If you want to be a good actor, you better say the National Anthem real close.
0: <laughs> you go to audition for Harvey Weinstein. Before you audition, you and Harvey stand and you say... This is, look, I think this is the only way around it, man. If, if before someone does their job, they have to stand up and do that, then boom, everybody has to do it. Why do they have to do it for their job? That's all I'm saying. I'll
1: tell you, or or, and this is going to be a crazy idea, but oh. just don't even, don't even. It's, it's just here's my crazy idea: what if we started prosecuting officers who shoot people wrongly? <laughs> 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 I'm just joking, guys. I'm fucking around. Don't even, don't even listen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I think it's all about capitalism and if I was a team owner right now, I'd be selling number 17 jerseys to commemorate the year. On one of ba- one of the back of them it would say kneel and on the other back of the jerseys it would say stand. That way you can sell the both sides of the issues and keep making money.
1: We don't we Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, so we are are need you... another we need another president who can figure out a way to make hate useful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and get from that too, you know. Are you a I football guess, guy? I really wish I could figure out if I could make some money off of hate. I'd be a rich man right now. Yeah, you know, not everybody could be drunk.
0: Are you a football guy? Do you watch football?
1: I do like football. I, you know, I jumped in and out. Like I'm, I'm 35, so I'm at the age where all the people I admire are retiring. Yeah, you know, or retired. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta readjust myself and start to like kids. You know,
2: <laughs> to like Before kids. They were like
1: a the to achieve shit. Now it's
0: the kids who are fucking up to me in my head. Well, <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's a it's sixty two. It's like watching like like watching Pop Warner. It's like when you're watching little kids because it's you know you're right. So DJ yeah. DJ and I were talking about it, and I like football. I'm more on the liberal side. DJ likes football. He's more on the conservative side. But what we've got in common is we like football. People who like football are still watching football. It's the people who. Yeah. L- the people who love football are the ones who are not watching it because for them it became like religion, which is creepy.
1: I honestly think this is just an excuse to stop watching because I think you know what's ruined football more is 4K. Is what? I think 4, 4K, watching a man's bone go through his body and skin in 4K. Yeah, right. Head up. I mean, watching that shit on the small box, you know, back in the 70s, was, it was like a fucking... It was foggy, so it was almost magical. <laughs> now that shit is real as a motherfucker. It's like watching a scene from Gladiator. You're like, oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't need to see roll every drop of face sweat face. roll off Cam Newton's nose, right? Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't mind the sweat. It's the when I see the hand go out of the socket. That's the
2: <laughs> <one>. yeah.
1: <laughs> when you see a motherfucker seizure midair, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs>
2: Cut away! Cut away! <laughs> Get the commercial. Yeah. And then they keep playing uh, it and uh, see how his muscle twitched. That's not good. I'm not a doctor, but that's not good. Right? <laughs> no. They don't. They don't do that no. with like NASCAR. They're, they're like
0: close-ups on the guy all mangled in the car. No, I have no idea. With uh, a. Uh,
1: uh, uh well, I can't even think of a race. I can't think of a race on Twitch. <laughs> I always had like, one. I was like, Junior, who's the junior guy? But I was like, I fucking can't remember him. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt.
0: <laughs> like, you know, I support your joke, darling. Yeah. Was it Dale, Dale, talk, Earnhardt
2: Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Earnhardt? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Dale Earnhardt. I've never seen his father, I've never seen any pictures of his death. All I saw was the car crash. Yeah, there's no close
2: ups of that, yeah.
0: But in football, yeah. man, we're they're right on top of it. There's Dale, the bone. Dale
1: Beckham Jr.?
2: It's that a dude, mess. Oh. It's a mess. So, how, Seton, how did you like uh, This Week Sucks tonight last night?
1: Oh, it was dope, yeah. It was fun. They were good energy, man. That was. Uh, it was a wild room, but it was... You know, I like wild rooms because I was drunk enough to just
2: talk shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, w- I watched the live feed and I saw you on there and I'm like, I think we're interviewing him in the morning. I better go to bed.
1: <laughs> oh, good, good. I hope you enjoyed it. It was really just me pointing out crazy shit in the room. Because i right. was like... The room was just like the windows were open. Everybody was talking loud. So it really was just a fun yeah. fight, and that's that's just something you want sometimes, comedian. And you get to start a joke to
2: to. and let them ruin it, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, care, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't want jokes. Yeah, jokes will ruin the moment. Sometimes you got to like just talk. <laughs> just trust yourself. Yeah, and trust them and love life. Well, those are are, those, things?
0: those are two great guys. Under uh, uh, Michael Turner and uh, Anwar Newton. Yeah, not Cam Newton. No. Yeah. I okay. thought it, I thought I it was Cam Cam. Then I, I heard it was Huey Newton, but it's not. It's not Huey. Is Anwar Newton related to Huey Newton? Do you know, DJ? I don't know. No, I don't know. Huey Newton was he was famous. Huey Newton. Yeah. I liked
2: Huey
1: Newton. They were good. They had they had. Uh, I feel
0: like they were the sound of the eighties, weren't they? No, that's that's, that's Huey Lewis. Watch <laughs> oh,
1: Huey
0: Lewis. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Wait, he was Huey Newton again? Oh, you talking? Oh, you talking
1: about Black Panther? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's my> <laughs> In my head, I was like, "There's no way in hell this guy's bringing up Huey
0: Newton." It's, clearly, it's clearly <laughs> he did. That's, that happened this morning here. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that Eldridge Cleaver was actually uh, related to uh, the uh, uh, the people on Leave It to Beaver, uh, Ward Cleaver. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> people don't people don't people don't know that uh, it, it was it was in the uh, the original edition of Soul on Ice, but. Um, uh, <laughs> was yeah before he went to prison before, before, he, went to, to prison, he, before he went to prison before he went to prison and then he came out with those weird pants that had a place to put your penis so um um you, you have to know your are You go to reagan it was really a nice turnaround for that. Yeah. <laughs> he was no bobby seal i'll tell you that so uh <laughs> we have
1: to be losing the audience
0: right this is, this is not the audience
1: <laughs> i like to bring up black panthers
0: people <laughs> i always thought the black panthers were so cool when i was a kid i go these guys are cool man <laughs> look, at those, look at that parade some badass shit. Uh, they, they uh, cool. uh you know what and, and I've, I've said it before and i'll say it again uh if you want gun control in this country bring back the black panthers because that's when ronald reagan signed gun control in california a bunch of black panthers walked through the uh California Capitol with legal guns and Ronald Reagan went, oh, we can't have that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's
1: the only reason that guns are not allowed in cities is because black people are there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, if America really wants to get rid of their assault weapons, yeah, let, let them, every black person buy an assault rifle. The motherfuckers will be gone in 10 minutes. <laughs>
0: The, the day they did that, Reagan started signing blank pieces of paper and just fill this shit in. Yeah. Use this for
2: whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just to make sure. No, that's
1: why cocaine, apparently that's why cocaine is illegal too because uh, cops are saying that cocaine made black people invincible and so they just made it illegal. <laughs> in like the 15s, like in the like 20s. It was crazy. Yeah. Google this shit.
0: Hilarious. Marijuana too. All that stuff was all made illegal right around that time. You know, dope yeah. fiends. Dope fiends. We used to get high and go, there were all these movies that were made like Reefer Madness made in the uh, 30s and 40s to point out uh, what happens when you do dope. I mean, they were really quite hilarious. Apparently,
2: according to Reefer Madness, if a white person smokes Reefer, they end up hanging out with jazz musicians.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Which is then we started smoking dope and hanging out in jazz clubs. It was really neat people, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that was a. Uh, I just listened to NPR. They did a nice little article about that. About this one dude who just was trying to keep his job, so he started making up shit about drugs in order to like keep his job. Was, and then he like created some weird campaign to destroy Billie Holiday. He was just an insane white guy. He got too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, and unfortunately, they did destroy that uh, beautiful, nice lady who uh, was just uh, you know an incredible singer, man, incredible singer. So, uh, yeah,
1: I used to, yeah, i listening to her in high school just for no reason. I used to wake up to listen to her, which I realized was unhealthy because she's really sad. But,
0: uh, <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> hey, who's, uh, who's with you at the club this weekend? Do you know? Um, no, I
1: don't. Uh, wait, no, I got Short Bus and I got, uh, Brian Ritchie. Brian Ritchie, really funny guy. So, it's been interesting.
0: Uh, uh Short Bus hey, is the Barbados. Say, right. say that again.
1: Sure, he's got the good energy in his shows. Uh, uh,
0: what about Short Bus? Bus is fantastic. Fantastic guy. Do tell him that we said hi. Listen, man, we always enjoy speaking with you. We hope the next time you're in town, we're able to get you to come down here in person. Uh, We've been talking to Seton Smith, ladies and gentlemen. He is at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, or one show Sunday. If you want tickets, uh, there's two ways to do it. Go to houseofcomedy.net. Or if you uh, message me personally on my Facebook page, Tony Visick, V-I-C-I-C-H, I might be able to hook you up with a couple of passes. Seton, thank you for calling, man. We really, truly do appreciate it.
1: Nah, man, had a lot of fun. I'll come in next time. This is weird on the phone. Come in and talk for shit, all
2: right? <laughs> we'll go yeah. deep into paint, brother. Come down. We're in Scottsdale. You can see Harvey. Yeah, Harvey's <laughs> right next <laughs> yeah. door. Cool, man. That's,
1: yeah. All right, dude. Go, I hope you can come out, too,
2: man. All right, take
0: care that's a good guy man mm-hmm. uh, uh he he is uh, uh there was fun on the phone uh, but he is great in studio he is great in studio uh yeah even, you, even
2: just watching him last night on the the show like on facebook live you can sell He's he rolls He's with good. it yeah he rolls and he with like anything. i said he, he would start he started three jokes yeah and didn't finish them because they cut him off and started heckling and stuff. But yeah. it, it was still entertaining and hilarious, even though he not, like he would start the joke and then not even acknowledge that joke and then just like move on to some random thing from the audience. It was it was great. Oh,
0: well, right, you know what? Let's take a little break. When we come back. We're gonna wrap it up. We got a lot more coming up at eleven o'clock. It's the McDanner Podcast with Danny Garcia. You're listening to this American Podcast Comedy Edition on ComedySkillsRadio.com.